0: Welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach.
1: And I am your wife and player, Diana.
0: And this is Series 1, Episode 43 of the Segaranza Campaign. How are you doing, my darling?
1: I am feeling much, much better. But I sound awful, and so I apologize to the internet listening to me. I had my first real sickness in, like, a long time. I, my fever spiked twice. Yeah. I haven't had a fever since, like middle school
0: well it's because you're working with small babies again yeah
1: they're so gross
0: they're uh, they're so gross sticky coughing sneezing babies
1: how to i, had a, I uh, there are just so many reasons why i got sick and they're all disgusting and i'm not going to share them with the internet
0: but it was you this time and not me it so was. <laughs> i'm very excited about that that makes me happy yeah but you're alive. You I made am. it.
1: I am. And survived. So is, and so is Sao.
0: And so is Sao. We left off last week with San, uh freeing Nukupenu from some city guard that were uh, that had captured him and his master and were interrogating them. Sao was able to interrupt the the kind of interrogation and uh, them having tied up Nukupenu. Almost lost Sophia. Yep. In the scuffle. Uh, managed to free Nukupenu, but not before uh, a...
1: Second wave of guard came. Yeah.
0: At which point, Nukupenu scooped up Zofia, and Sao, Nukupenu, Zofia, as well as Pat and Susie of the Rebel Guard, fled in not the direction of (laughs) the Mithna clan.
1: Yes, in the direction that um, Sao originally came from. Specifically because she didn't want to lead... All of these guard plus the guard that they were originally running from, to the group. Mm-hmm. The plan is to roll well on this navigate roll. So that we can kind of like come behind the guard that are, that second wave of guard to kind of like come behind them and mm-hmm. start heading off in the direction that we need to go in. Okay. That's the goal. I cannot promise any of that.
0: All right, well, that is a good plan, and I can't see any way it could possibly go wrong. Right? Yeah. You are running with the other 4 Mm-hmm. You can hear the clacking of the armor of the city guard kind of, like, chasing after you, running after you. Uh, you can hear, like, a lot of yelling and shouting. Mm-hmm. It is loud and chaotic, and the streets of Corpstown, as we mentioned before, are always very cramped and compact and claustrophobic mm-hmm. and although there are very few people out at, because of the events of last night there's still a lot there's a lot of debris there's a lot of chaos and like uh, there's broken glass busted boards uh, busted brick uh, kind of like strewn in the streets so you are having a pretty rough time of it mm-hmm. uh, you're also very not unfamiliar with this area
1: however Nukupeno mm-hmm. is not, and I have a question for the Almighty GM. Okay. Are the city guard familiar with Corpstown, like a native local would be?
0: No, not terribly.
1: So then, why am I leading the group? I make Nukupeno do it. I tell Nukupeno what my goal is, just like I told you what my goal is. I make him lead. Okay. I don't know what the hell I'm doing.
0: All right. So what? What is it that you tell him?
1: That should be on a T-shirt.
0: I don't know what I'm doing.
1: I don't know what I'm doing with like <laughs> either my face or sound face or ideally both. I don't know what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> we should uh, we should work on merch.
1: We with. should <laughs> we should work on merch. It would be great. So um, I am going to make Nukupenu navigate, but I guess I, I will do the uh, role.
0: So what what is it that you tell Nukupenu?
1: I tell Penu exactly what I said before. Like listen, there's a big there's a group of us. You saw that. We don't want. We don't want to lead all these guard plus the guard we were running away from straight to them, so we need to take a li- like a like a back alley like hidden way mm-hmm. to get there. We need to avoid them. Do you think you know a way?
0: Okay, so you want him to make this navigate roll instead of you?
1: Yes, basically. Hmm. I mean, I can make the roll well, as the leader I guess of the group, but I'm leaving it up to him to get us to where we need to go. What's
0: your navigate uses your wisdom, mm-hmm. and you have the zero wisdom, right?
1: Yes. Could I get a plus one because he's my wisdom?
0: Because he's, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, we can treat it as him helping you. Yeah. Right? I think it gives you. Uh, gives me Essentially, advantage. you're taking a plus one forward to the role because he's helping you mm-hmm. versus having him roll for his quality. Yeah. Um, because I don't think this would fall under his purview, mm-hmm. but because he is, he would be able to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, yeah, so make a navigate roll and take plus one.
1: Well, I needed that plus one. I mean, I well, I got a seven, but I got an eight now. So that's good. It's not a failure. Yeah. Just as a reminder, an eight is not a failure.
0: Yeah, you choose how a navigate roll works.
1: Yeah, I know. I just want to remind you that it's not a failure. Okay. I just want to say that out loud. So, obviously, we don't run into anyone. How's Sophia doing? Mm, Not great, because Nuku Penu's running with Mm -hmm. her... In his arms.
0: Carrying her. What's, what's her health like?
1: She's at three health. You think she's dying, but she's got three health. Mm. And she's at a max of eight, so she's only slightly less than half.
0: I guess that's true. That puts her... Uh, yeah, she's at like... haha What is three eighths?
1: It's three eighths.
0: Yeah, it's only slightly less than half. Yeah. Yeah, she's not as bad as I thought she was.
1: <laughs> I win.
0: Uh, I win this game. <laughs> that's so frustrating. <laughs>
1: I mean, she's still banged up.
0: Yeah. I I do. I think I really want to make this cost you. What would hurt the most to lose right now? Speed. You think? Like time? I do. Why?
1: Why do I? Because we've got two different. We have two groups of guard following us. Mm -hmm. We need to get to the other group of. I don't know. What do we call ourselves? The Avengers? I don't know. Rebels? Rebels. I don't like that one as much. I like Avengers better, but I'm going to go with Rebels because it's <laughs> much quicker, to say. And we have to get to the other band of Rebels because we still have to find Evristu, and we still have to... Like, I still need to check on the gnolls because um, they seemed a little out, out of it even when we got back into Corpstown, and we need to come up with a plan. I need Like, we need to join that group, and the longer that we're away from them... The higher the chances that they leave without us, and then we're up Shit's Creek. Is that the saying? I don't think that's the saying. It's not. We're up, up Shit's Creek. It's we're up Shit Creek. That doesn't sound right either. We're up,
0: up Shit Creek. Yes. Up Shit Creek without a paddle is yes. the saying.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, but that sounds that is that's a pretty heavy cost if if you guys end up there uh, and uh, and the rebel has the rebels have already left.
1: Hence why I said it wasn't a failure, just as a reminder, an eight's not a failure. Yes. But you asked for my opinion. I did. And that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. But you have to make it work within what I rolled, which was an eight, not a five or a six or a one. Yes. It was a middling thing. Which is
0: why you got to choose what bad thing happened (laughs) and what bad thing didn't happen.
1: That's true. But we didn't get caught.
0: No, you didn't get caught. (laughs) Uh, And I think you guys definitely have a few close calls. Uh, Nukupenu is is carrying Zofia, and he goes, quick, quick, down this way. Uh, And and you guys go that way uh, and take a few steps and see, like, a a patrol of city guard, like, walking that way. Uh, And everyone has to, like, slam to a stop and, like, turn around and keep going.
1: Breakfast club style.
0: Yes, Breakfast Club style. I was thinking a little more tense, a little less fun than Breakfast Club style. But yes, very reminiscent of the Breakfast Club.
1: Breakfast Club is very intense.
0: Is uh, Susie played by Molly Ringwald?
1: Only in the best universe.
0: (laughs) I have not seen... I've only seen Breakfast Club. That's the only Molly Ringwald movie I've ever seen.
1: Oh, we... Okay, here's the thing. I was gonna say, oh my God, we have to fix that. But I've been saying that for 10 years 16 Candles, Pretty in Pink. What is wrong with you? So many good movies.
0: But you guys finally managed to get back.
1: To that family that hates me.
0: Yes. I think you told, when you told Nuku Penu, he was like, he recognized them as the people that Afonza mm -hmm. always hangs out with. Afonza is always with them. Uh, She lives in that district. So he knew pretty easily how to get there. Mm -hmm. And you guys run into uh, like run down this street. I think last time we talked about how uh, the the Mythna clan lived. There was like a small square
1: there. Yeah.
0: Because last time there was like a, a bunch of uh, Mythna moms like watching their cubs. Mm-hmm. And you guys get to this cul-de-sac where the Mythna clan lives, and it is pretty rough here. There has obviously been some significant fighting here there are pools of watered down blood in the cul-de-sac there are uh buildings who uh the front doors have been are ripped off the hinges uh windows busted out but it doesn't look like there is any like there's no fighting going on right that second okay but it did take you guys a while to get here Mm -hmm. um you have been running for a long time mm-hmm. um trying to to get around and with the fight and with uh trying to like get here safely there's a lot that has been going on so Mourinho was with that group yes who else that you what? know personally yeah but like outside the rebel guard it was just Mourinho right
1: well no it was Mourinho in the um in the null family that's right yeah
0: yeah, you come to the cul-de-sac. What do you do? Let's do. Let's start there. What do you do?
1: Um, I think. <clears throat> excuse me. I think I take in, like the watered-down blood and the no doors, and I think I like maybe I start to get a little freaked out and a little bit more frantic to find people. So I'm like carelessly opening doors and entering buildings. Oh, really? Like, l- like not like, not like full body. I'm just. I'm not like shouting down the street either. I'm just like poking my head in in every building where I don't necessarily need to be doing that, you know.
0: After a few minutes of you kind of like wandering like into the cul-de-sac, you hear a door open across the way mm-hmm. and Marshiri is kind of like kneeling in a doorway and she goes So! So until she gets your attention.
1: I start I like duck run. Not like a not like a mallard duck, like uh, I yeah, like I, I crouch I, down and yes. I run.
0: i was not picturing you waddling (laughs) very quickly yeah i
1: just wanted to be clear i'm not waddling like a mallard which is the only duck name i can think of at this moment i think there are other duck names mallard is the only one i can come up with okay and so yes i'm crouched in a ducked position while running okay cool i'm assuming that the group follows me but i don't necessarily instruct them to
0: okay yeah they they do though Marshiri kind of gets out of the way and, like, lets you guys in. Nukupenu has to, like, duck down um, to fit through the door, carrying Zofia. And, um, like, once everyone is in, Marshiri closes the door. Uh, you find yourself in a dark, busy room. There's a lot of stuff in here. Okay. There are, are uh, a few gnolls that you don't recognize um, sitting in this room and a hallway kind of, like, leading behind them. And these gnolls look at you in this group mm-hmm. uh, with uh, narrow eyes um, and uh, maybe uh, a little bit of a snarl on one. They kind of are just watching you. And Nukupenu is still holding on to Zofia. I, I think Nukupenu, like, did, like ran this whole way with Zofia. And she's now... Now that you've pointed out that she actually did not lose all that much health, um, I think she looks up at him and she goes, "You can, uh, you can put me down now." And he goes, "Oh, uh, mm, sorry. Uh, okay, uh, all right." And he like sets her down like one would a child, which she finds very uh, condescending. And she like pats down her her chest and like rubs her beard uh, and goes. Sal, you're really getting the shit kicked out of me today.
1: It would have been better if she said, let's not tell the elf. That would have been what? great. That is a line from the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh. That would have been great, but it, irrelevant. One, it would not have mattered.
0: One day I'll rewatch those movies. One day. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm so sorry, Sophia. I... It's not, it's not like I woke up with the objective of getting the crap beat out of you.
0: She, like, rubs her nose a little bit, and Marshiri comes up to you and, like, like gives a side-eyes look at Nuke and says, uh, aren't you the guy from the riot? Uh, and he goes, um, uh, yeah. And she looks at you and, like, points at Nuke.
1: Listen, don't worry about it. I rescued someone. He's gonna help us because he's awesome. Tell me where everybody is. What's the lowdown? What's going on?
0: Uh, I think, like, Pat and Susie have already started, like, walking deeper into the house. Mm-hmm. And
1: I absolutely would not try that in this place. I would get the crap beat out of me.
0: <laughs> like, like, like sound me specific- personally? Yeah. Sound
1: yeah. personally.
0: My right, She goes, everybody is in the back of the house um, trying to choose next steps. And um, I think you might not really. I... We should go back and talk to them.
1: That's not concerning at all. Sure. Let's go back and talk to them.
0: I figured out what it's going to cost you. So, uh, your face, you look so angry.
1: I'm not pleased with this. I don't know what's happening here.
0: Uh, so you guys, like, go back, like, a little bit deeper in. And, uh, these gnolls in the front, like, just follow you with their eyes. Mm -hmm. You, uh, you pass through, like, this very, like, tight, uh, busy, like, foyer entryway... Uh, into, like, a larger living room Mm -hmm. slash kitchen, like, living, dining room, kitchen. And here is the entirety of the rebel guard, and uh, including, like, Pat, who goes up to Duarte, uh, and they start talking kind of in hushed tones. And um, Madriniu is arguing with some of the city guard, while Hamna Mamumin and Omen are arguing with the Mithna clan and Mithna Jamiri is kind of, uh, her fur is bristled. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she has a cut under her eye. And I think we established before that she has a large, uh, scar down her face. Yeah. Uh, and she has a new, like bright bloody line um, underneath her eye. She is bristling and her fur is on end and she is snarling. And there are some other uh, Mythna women who are kind of backing her up. And it seems to be very tense. Uh, Mourinho literally has his hand on a bundle of supplies and is, like, trying to, like, hold onto it while a rebel guard is trying to take it from him. Got it. What do you want to do?
1: When I walk in, does anybody notice?
0: Duarte shoots you a look and then goes back to talking with Pat no one else really particularly notices.
1: Okay. This would be a discern reality situation, mm-hmm. but I don't know that sound would take the moment to closely study this situation. So she's going to <clears throat> hey 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 everybody.
0: <laughs> with that okay. with that With the coffee. False baritone yep. too. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think Omin and Mourinho immediately take notice of you and they look They look to you, uh, Mourinho looks relieved, Omin looks horrified, and just then Mithna Jamiri notices you Mm -hmm. and starts walking towards you with her claws bared.
1: I draw my sword, and I go, like, I'm very tentative about it, but I draw my sword, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on here, but can we not kill everybody since the other city guard really want to do it first? Can we not? I'm, like, looking at the crowd. I'm not even really looking at her.
0: All right. Hamna Mamamin is, like, walking up behind Mithna to, like, grab her. And uh, Jamiri says, you idiot bitch. Uh, And she is pointing one claw at you. Mm -hmm. Uh, She says, you are going to drop this entire city on our heads before you're through.
1: I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm trying really hard to not let that happen.
0: You don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the city guard that came in here last night and attacked everyone, set fires to Corpstown, broke our, our shops, uh, looted our things, and attacked our people. And not just us, everyone in Corpstown. You caused this and Mama Min like puts her hand on Jamiri's shoulder and says, Jamiri, Jamiri, you need to calm down. This is not the girl's fault. I think Jamiri like shakes her off and is still like staring daggers at you. Mm-hmm.
1: Sounds got the sword in her hand and I think she's winded from running and she's again very emotional from all of this. This whole ordeal, which she keeps admitting is her fault. She hasn't denied that it's her fault. Mm-hmm. She's admitted that it's her fault. So, I think in this moment, she's kind of like, maybe she's still got some adrenaline.
0: I should also say, with your sword out, the uh, the Mythnon gnolls mm-hmm. have stood up. Yeah. Uh, and are like, kind of like, like, bristled and like, arms ready. Uh, and also, the Rebel Guard have put their hands on their swords.
1: That's, yeah, that's fair. She was coming at me. I so drew my, is... it was like an instinct. I drew my sword. Mm-hmm. My sword, I don't know that it's really pointed at her anymore. It's still in my hand, but I think it's pointed towards the ground. Like, I'm. Like, talking. Mm -hmm. I've kind of, like, forgotten it's in my hand. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I'm sure everybody's still on edge. Sound says, I know it's my fault. I know that this is my fault. I know that all of this is my fault. But I'm trying to help. I can't help the fact that this has already happened. I didn't know it was happening. When I found out it was happening, I started trying to do something about it. I'm trying to do something about it. I'm sorry. I didn't plan for this. I didn't plan Most things but I especially didn't plan this and I'm sorry that this happened and I really am truly sorry and I know that I'm awful and the plan is which you know I don't plan I just said once I can get corpse down into some sort of safety I'm gonna leave I'm not gonna be here forever because I just bring destruction with me but I am trying to make this better and we have people who are trying to help us make this better you just have to deal with me for a little bit longer and then I won't be in your way anymore. I can promise you that I am going to leave. I would just like to leave Corpstown in a little bit of a better position than it is in now. And I will roll my effing charisma because it's kind of like a parlay, but not really. I wish there was like an impassioned speech move.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Kind of a parlay. Yeah, well, I'm trying to decide if you even need to roll. I don't think you need to roll on that. I think Hanna. Uh has her arms on like like grabs Mithna Jamiri again um, and pulls her back and Mithna like gives you a rude hand gesture mm-hmm. and turns and, and and kind of like walks back to the other the other gnolls.
1: As she's walking away from me mm-hmm. I put my sword back in its sheath. Like I like remember now yeah. that I've had it.
0: Marinu though kind of runs up to you uh, and says, um, they're not our only problem. The rebel guard are leaving.
1: Okay, so I didn't put my sword away. He probably came up to me as I was putting my sword away. My hand's still on my sword, but it's in its sheath. And I turn and I go, what's your problem?
0: Uh, Duarte is, like, taking the supplies. Uh, and he's ordering his rebel guards to, like, uh, collect whatever they can carry. Mm-hmm. Whatever they can, like, anything they need. Right. They're taking it. Uh, and Duarte looks at you and goes, what was that?
1: I think I'm getting really angry that Duarte is taking my weapons. And so I take a menacing step towards him. Very menacingly, my hand is on my sword. It's no longer unsheathed, but it's on my sword. And I go, what do you mean? What is that? What is this?
0: He goes, you bailed on us out there.
1: I did not. You leave no man behind. This is my mission. You don't take a damn thing you didn't show up to me with. You don't take a damn weapon from me. What the hell is going on? What kind of leader are you? I'm getting very angry. It is misplaced. It is 100% displaced aggression. But I'm very angry at him. I can't yell at the null lady who was just about to attack me, but I can yell at him.
0: Uh, He goes, I made a mistake the other night when I deferred to you, Sal, because you're just a kid. And... You can't lead, Sal, so I'm taking this stuff, whatever my, whatever we need, and we're going off on our own. You can do you with whatever we leave left, but we're going to go get Evaristo and sort this out. I recommend that you just keep your head low and you stay here.
1: Duarte, I hear you. I do. You're going to die now, though, because this is a duel and you are not going to take over this. It's done. I'm not arguing with you. I pull out my sword. I'm dueling him. This is happening. All that charisma she had, it's gone now. (laughs) If you have enough courage to take things in the middle of the night away from someone who gave them to you in the first place, you have enough courage to take them in front of my face after fighting for them like a man.
0: I think Duarte is going to break off the duel. Because he looks at you with your sword and he like turns away and he laughs. Alright, he hasn't broken off the duel yet. He says, Sal, you don't wanna do this. Okay? Listen, you did a lot of good work getting us here and getting the supplies. But this this part, this isn't your job. We're gonna take over. You hide and keep your friends safe, but you don't know what you're doing, Sal. You're a kid. We know what we're doing. We're trained for this. We're going to do this. And your job is done now.
1: So you're trained to rebel against your employers. You're trained to be traitors. That's something that you're trained to do. You're trained to fight against the people that you have fought alongside for, I'm assuming, a 1,000 years because you're ancient. Is that, is that what you've been trained to do? Because let me tell you, I've been fighting the city guard since I walked into this city. You haven't fought them in a real fight ever? Ever? Have you ever fought the city guard? Uh, I have so much more experience in this round than you do. You have no idea. If you walk out that door, you do it naked. You're not taking a damn thing that I gave you. Do you understand that, Duarte? And she like head rolls. And she's getting closer and closer every time she takes a step. Like, she's taking steps towards him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: With her sword drawn at this point.
0: All right, yeah. He's definitely broken off it. You were serious about that you were going to fight it, Yes, I right? was. It okay. was real. Yeah. I, I, man, I wish we had... I wish Dungeon World had uh, the... Um, we should just import some of the Apocalypse World, uh, like, conversational moves. Oh, because yeah. Because... Uh, Crap, what is the... It's just
1: the way that we're playing it now.
0: Yeah, what's the move that uh, if they don't do it, you shoot them?
1: I don't remember. Would be
0: a very good move for this. <laughs> There's a threatened move, essentially, yeah. which you need. We're going to add that to your yeah. basic moves, I think. I don't know how much... <laughs> I don't know. I thought we were getting close to the end like 10 episodes ago.
1: I <laughs> Here's the thing. I still think so. I wasn't anticipating him running off with my weapons. I need those.
0: Yeah. His face gets like... His face is getting red with anger now. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, I don't know how to fight the city guard. We don't know how to fight the city guard. We were the city guard. We know how to do this. Who are you going to give these supplies to? Them? And he points at uh, the, the gnolls. Mm-hmm. He goes, they haven't fought a day in their life. They don't know what the fuck they're doing with these weapons. There's no way that these poor sad sacks can hold a candle to uh, Messiah and her guard.
1: You might be right. But at least their hearts are in the right place. And they've got passion. What do you have? Just just treachery and leaving. That's all you have. Here's the thing. I actually want Marsheri to try and break this up. Or someone. It doesn't to like Marsheri or maybe Min. I want somebody to try and diffuse the situation between the two of us. Okay. I don't know who it would be. I was thinking Marsheri. I was I was also thinking Zofia. I kind of think Zofia would be interesting, but I don't know if Zofia can. I'm leaving that up to you. Hmm.
0: Okay. What is it that makes you want them to get involved.
1: There's no reason because our goals are still the same. Mm -hmm. I want to also help get people out of jail. What is his name? I just, I just flew out of my head. Evaristo. Evaristo. Oh my God. I also want to get Evaristo out and I also want to help. Like our, our causes are still the same. Our goals Mm -hmm. are still the same. We're just yelling at each other right now because he doesn't like me.
0: There is someone who I think could get involved, but it's none of the people that you just named. That's fine. I think Nukupenu gets involved, okay, because he is very large, mm-hmm. and I think he walks up beside you and puts his hand on your shoulder and like pushes you out of the way, not out of the way. Yeah, push but... he pulls you back a yeah. little bit uh, so that you you're you're like not up in Dwart's face. Mm-hmm. And Nuke goes, uh, "Listen, wait." Wasn't was Nuke's voice? Nuke goes, uh, "Listen, I'm from Corpse Town, and I might not know how to fight." but I want to fight. And I think he, like, wa- like passes in between the two of you mm-hmm. to uh, that bundle that Mourinho and that uh, city uh, rebel guard were yeah. fighting over. And uh, he walks over and he looks at both of them, shoots them a look, and then they kind of, like, step away from the bundle. And he reaches in and, like, pulls out a broadsword. Mm-hmm. And he, like, lifts it up and looks at it. And he goes, um, I don't have a lot of experience with this. But I have enough. And if there's one thing I know about the people of Corpstown, it's that we want to fight for it. And we will fight for it. <laughs> Oscar.
1: Was Oscar. That was <laughs> was it? I didn't think it was that good. Beautiful.
0: But I still think this is your role. Yeah. I think Nuke defused the situation, but I think you are rolling parlay, right? Yeah. It sounds, it sounds to me like you are... Trying to assert your dominance, the promise is, or the thing that you have leverage over them is that you are still capable of leading and that you're going to see their goals. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. So why don't you roll parlay to see how this goes. And because Dwarf broke off your proposed duel, you're getting plus one. So you're going to roll plus three.
1: (laughs) Yes. I just need to not roll a three and I get a success. That was so freaking close. I got a 7 plus 3 is
0: 10. You rolled a 6 and a 1. <laughs> yeah. And the first die I saw was a 1. And I, I was know. like, oh my god.
1: I, I, got all- I was so nervous about that. So that's a 10? Yeah, I got a- I got a hit. They ask you for something and do it if you make them a promise first.
0: Okay. I think what Dwart wants most... I think Dwart looks you over. Like, he, he-, he turns from Nuke to, to look at Sal. Dwart goes, Sal, you... ...are a child. And I stand by that. But you know... ...you know the situation better. And I will concede that. If we don't get... ...Ebristu out... ...and if we don't... ...succeed in this... Messiah is going to execute... ...all of us. I need you to understand... ...that that is the price of failure. You... ...me... ...everyone in this room... We'll die if we don't win. Are you okay having that on your shoulders?
1: No, but I don't have a choice, and I think that's what a leader is. Someone who bears the burden even when they don't want to. Schooled him, I schooled him, I schooled him. That was a good philosopher statement there.
0: Dwart rolls his eyes. <laughs> um, but you do manage to impress literally pretty much everyone else uh, but the rebel guards. Yeah,
1: Duarte- Listen, I want him, I want him safe, I want him found safely, and I don't want to die either. I want to win.
0: Uh, I think he, like, looks to the, his rebel guards um, and says, leave the stuff, we're staying. Yes. Two mixed reviews, and, uh... Yeah, you have control of the room for the most part. Uh, Rebel Guard are still on your side. Ooh. What's the Rebel Guard's loyalty? Zero. Is it zero?
1: Yeah. Their quality is plus one.
0: I kind of still want to drop their loyalty. Okay. Unless, what do they take for Mm -hmm. payment? Do we have a payment cost for them? Glory. Yes. All right, yeah. I think think you're taking a... They're uh, still losing some loyalty, Mm -hmm. unless you can think of a way to... Like, better get them on your th- side. Nope. But they're still here. That's I think a- that's the that's I mean the cost God. you paid yeah. for, that, for that navigate role earlier, yeah. right?
1: They shouldn't be following me. I am a spoiled brat who's ruined this city.
0: Yeah. Technically, mm-hmm. they're still loyal to you. They're just slightly less loyal. Yeah. Which means they're less likely to do things that they disagree with. Yeah. Uh, their quality's still fine, though. So... You now have control of this room again. You have control of the situation again. Mm -hmm. You are in charge. You have a whole bunch of weapons. You have uh, a bunch of gnolls. Uh, You have the Mithna clan and the uh, healthy Gilna. And um, two of the Humna. The Humna clan is very small. And I haven't quite figured out what that means yet. But I think that's probably something that Sal has noticed. That all the other clans have... 5, 10, 15 gnolls in Mm -hmm. the clans. The Hamna is 3, which might be something that you would notice after seeing all these clans.
1: That is absolutely something I would have noticed.
0: You have Zafia and... I I have
1: Nukupenu. I have a goddamn stone giant. He's a Goliath. He's a Goliath. But still.
0: And as we've said before, the stone is kind of just like an... It's just the name. He's not actually made out of stone. Still. Although he is tough. He's a big, tough
1: man. Yeah. Big, tough man. I go... Okay, so, to your point, Duarte, I might not have the most planning experience with this. I'm sure you were already planning how to get every stew out, so tell me your plan. Okay. And then he tells me his plan. Yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Which we don't have to go into detail right now. Yeah. We can play it out as it happens.
0: Well, Duarte says, um, Messiah hmm. has been posted at the barricade for the past however long is it 32 hours 48 actually shit you were arrested two nights ago
1: I have no idea cause three it was nights like, ago it was like 70
0: episodes ago <laughs> you were arrested a long time ago um he <laughs> goes uh messiah has been posted at the border since or at the barricade since it was set up Evaristo is probably there we want to first get Evaristu out before they figure out that we are part of this uh, this resistance. Okay. Although, since they know we blew through the outside, they almost certainly know that it was a city guard job.
1: How would they know it was a Actually, city Actually,
0: I guess you killed everyone that saw you.
1: Yeah. They wouldn't know it was necessarily a city guard Yeah,
0: job. I guess they wouldn't know that the rebel guard were involved. Whether or not they know for a fact... Playing it safe. They know that that Evaristo was mobilizing people who were doubtful of Messiah's authority, mm-hmm. uh, and now a skilled and outfitted company is coming to the defense of Corpstown. It won't look good for Evaristo. So the sooner we can get Evaristo out, especially if we can get him out before the major fighting, uh, before we outfit these uh, rebels, mm-hmm. seems like a good idea to me. But that was also when I thought we were going to leave and do this on our own. So if we launch a full assault and we can get this all done in one go, then maybe we can just do this thing.
1: No, I agree with you. I think it would be better if we got him out before we did all the heavy fighting.
0: Zofia, I think, like, like looks over to... uh, the Mithna mm-hmm. and she goes. Um, are the security guilds in Corpstown? And Jamiri like kind of like looks at her, and they're not the security guilds, the like, but like the uh, the merchant guild security yeah. forces. And Sophia goes. Last I heard, a lot of the guilds were mobilizing to fight Messia. Was what was going on? And uh, Jamiri like shakes her head, and she goes, I don't know. There was so much fighting last night, there was so much noise and combat going on, I have no idea who was fighting who or what was happening. And Zofia says, uh, the security forces must have gotten into Corpstown. So, there's already armed fighters here somewhere. Probably, unless they, unless the city guard managed to fend them off and keep them from entering.
1: So what you're saying is We have a shot.
0: What I'm saying is if we can coordinate with the merchant guilds and their security forces, then we can up our numbers exponentially.
1: Good, because that's what I was thinking when I said that thing that I said. So that makes sense. (laughs) Wait, what? That makes sense. (laughs)
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yep, that makes sense. We should do that. So it sounds like what we need to do. Wait, hold
0: on. Now I'm confused. (laughs) Did I say something different?
1: Nope. Sound was not following where Sophia was putting okay. down that track. She like wasn't getting it. So she was just like, OK, so I think sound says, well, it sounds like what we need to do is we need to gather intel. We need to see what the border looks like. We need to find out the resistance situation right now. We can't just go in blind. So it probably shouldn't be me who gathers the intel. We need to gather some intel. How do we propose that we do this as a group? Probably we send in some of the city guard, the rebel guard, possibly Pat, because I don't fucking trust Dwarf to come back. But I trust Petronalia. So maybe we send Petronalia and maybe like a Knoll, maybe. Okay. To kind of just like go, mm-hmm. scope the situation out. There are scouts. Go scope the situation out and come back. Yeah.
0: I think that is an excellent idea. I'm trying to think if, I'm trying to think of, because I can think of someone else who you do not have with you who would also be good at that.
1: You mean um, my thief friend?
0: Well, yes. Esteban,
1: he would have been perfect yeah. for it, but he was a butthead and he disbanded. Maybe you. Maybe you would be good.
0: Uh, I think we'll
1: Oh, like... Min yes What am I doing? Omin needs to go But someone needs to keep control of Omin yeah. When he goes Because
0: Omin is hidden w- root wise yeah. yeah, yeah I think Omin would be good I also think I think Nukupanu goes over to the Mithna clan And asks Jamiri about Afonza Who was uh, <sighs> the human Girl who lives in the area I think Jamiri doesn't no. I think he asks about Afonza and mm-hmm. she says um she hasn't seen or heard from Afonza or her family. Um but they're very close by. I think they I think Afonso would also be an option, but I think you're right, Omin is decent because he sneaks well,
1: out well, he sneaks out a lot. Yeah,
0: his quality's not great, but his tag is very appropriate and I think he would be good, but he's also a null, so if he gets caught he's definitely right. in a lot with, of trouble.
1: Well, which is why I think it would be best if a city guard goes with him. Mm-hmm. That way they can like, I don't know, play it off,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Like there'd be, I don't know, less, it would be less conspicuous if than if he was by himself. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I think we have a few options and I think we're pretty close to an end here. So yeah. we can stop now okay. and next week you can uh, figure out a plan for how to gather intel. Okay. I think hopefully that will go pretty quickly.
1: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs>
0: So, uh, yeah, that was that was good. That was a very high drama episode. Yes, it I liked was. that. Yeah. I, I thought that went well. Uh, there was
1: a lot of grandstanding.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of arguing and drama.
1: Yeah. Oscar worthy, I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> I want to say thanks to Zach B., our editor, without whom the show would not get made. Cuts down... A uh, lot of uh, animals making noise, dogs barking, Damn. cats throwing things,
1: Diana coughing,
0: Diana coughing. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Zach B.
1: Um, we definitely want to send out a thank you to In Love with a Ghost for the use of their song "Chilling at Nemo's Place." Um, you can get their stuff on SoundCloud. They're really great. You should absolutely be listening to them.
0: Yeah, especially for autumn, it's yeah great autumn listening. Uh, if you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we got a wonderful new review by Ben Gildas of the Pot of Love podcast. Uh, love that podcast! If you haven't been listening to it, they are a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast where they play a board game called Fog of Love with a with heavy romance role play elements. Yeah, it's very good. It's wonderful. They're another one-to-one RP podcast. So give them a Give them some love. Uh, yeah, uh, but Ben said uh, one of, we are one of the best actual plays out there. He said we have great world building and chemistry, uh, and he said not to miss it. So don't miss it. Don't don't miss it. Yeah, check out while you're us. listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ben, for the kind words. We really appreciate it.
1: Make sure you check them out, Pot of Love. Please make sure that you follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. You can find us at uh, or arroba um hardpoints pod we uh zach is very active on the twitter and i'm trying to be more active on the facebook but we have we love talking to people there and interacting so make sure that you tweeted us or send us a message just send us some love
0: yeah uh it really means a lot if you spread the word about us it's one of the most important things uh you can do to help us out we we love having you here and having you listening to us and we hope you're enjoying the show but if you could uh, talk about us, that would be great. Yeah. Bring in new people. Absolutely. Uh, and if you do, mention us on Twitter. We will mention you on the show. Such as a lot of people have been talking about us this uh, week. Thank you so much. We appreciate it so much. Lauren Bryant Monk at JL underscore nice girl. Uh, John Lemmick at run Game. Uh, our friends again at the pod of love podcast at pod of love. Our friends also at the heartbeats podcast at heartbeats cast. Lord Sloth at Dulenheim, Tiny Gay Worm God at (laughs) Geostatinary, who uh, introduced me to the game Chubo's Magical Wish-Granting Engine, which we have got to play. It sounds amazing. Okay. Duke Luke at Duke Luke 99 and calm amity at calm amity. Thank you guys so much for tweeting about the show. It means the world to us. Uh, It makes us so happy that you are enjoying the show that you're, you're joining us every week. We're really glad that you enjoy it. Yeah. It means so much.
1: It really, really does. Yeah.
0: And I think that's it. Is that it?
1: I think that might be. Yeah.
0: Thank you again, everyone for joining us. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we hope to see you again next week. In the meantime, have a very nice day.
1: But like, a very, very nice one. Hopefully one not full of coughing and (laughs) fears.